Hello, everyone. You are listening to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast with Master Trading Performance Coach John Locke, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. In this episode, episode number 11, I'd like to talk to you about a question that I received on the last episode about mindset. During the episode, I stated that the thing that makes it most likely you'll follow through with your plans and win in the market is to create feelings of abundance, security, and worthiness, and confidence in advance. And from that, I got a wonderful question, and that question was the following. Why is it that creating a feeling of abundance before even going into a trade will help the most with having good results? And then following that question were some secondary questions about things that could be the answer. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to go over these secondary questions one at a time and give you my thoughts. So the first secondary question is, do I want a feeling of abundance because it helps to not care in this particular outcome? And... To answer that, I'd have to say sort of, but probably not. So I wouldn't say not to care about an outcome. In fact, I think it's imperative that we do care about our outcome. However, you shouldn't be overly focused on the outcome. You shouldn't be overly focused on the score, nor should you see losing this particular outcome as some sort of disaster that you aren't capable of dealing with. Because either of those choices is going to pull you out of what we call the zone and negatively affect your performance. Okay, so we do want to care about the outcome. So it's not so that we don't care about the outcome, but it's so that we're not overly focused on it. And also so so that we understand that losing it is not a disaster. So the next question, do I want a feeling of abundance because it helps to be relaxed and not attached to what happens now? And again, the answer is yes and no. What I want to do here is I want to make an important distinction. Contrary to popular belief, we do not do our best or we do not perform our best when we're completely relaxed. We perform our best when we're in a range of what we call an elevated state of arousal that is high enough to maintain a strong focus but isn't so high that it begins to shut down our ability to reason well. We want to be at the level where we are aware of the score and we're aware of our risk, and we care about winning, and we even feel the risk. But in the same context, we don't want to be so overly concerned about the score or the win or the risk that we're afraid of it. And the feelings of abundance, security, and worthiness are going to help us to deal with this. Okay, so the next question, does a feeling of abundance help to be trustful in the edge that you play? And to that question, I would say yes. Someone who feels abundant not only can be more trustful of his edge, but he's also much more likely to understand that edge and use it appropriately. So the other side of this is when someone is in scarcity and fear. If that's the case, then they're going to demand an overwhelming amount of evidence that the edge that they're going to use is certain and that that edge can never fail. So much so that they're going to require what we call an impossible level of performance as well as an impossible level of assurance of that performance. And this is going to result in one of two things. Either they're never actually going to start trading with any size because they just don't have the confidence level they're looking for, or because they want this to work so badly, they'll delete, distort, and generalize information until this edge appears to be certain. 
In other words, they'll hide or discount the problems with whatever strategy they're doing so that they can continue the relationship, so to speak, with that strategy in a way where they can feel 100% confident about it or confident to a level that is unrealistic and going to be damaging to their long-term success. Think of it like this, like when your kid brings home a wonderful new girlfriend or boyfriend and, you know, say it's a boyfriend and and you see he's got no job, he's doing drugs, he's taking advantage of people, right? That's what he does. And it's just so clear to you. And as you point that out to your kid, what does your kid say? He says, oh, well, no, no, you, that's, you don't understand. You don't know him like I know him. He's just perfect. It's not that your kid doesn't know that the boyfriend does all these things. It's just that she's discounting the information and arranging it in a way where she's pretending it's not going to negatively affect her off into the future, which obviously at some point it is, right? At some point, the fascination or the infatuation with this boyfriend is going to go away and the problems are going to come out and you know we're going to see the results of that. And this is what many people do with trading edges and trading strategies, especially when they're desperate for them to meet a certain expectation. They selectively arrange information to hide the strategy's weaknesses from themselves. And of course, if you don't see a strategy as it really is, if you don't see that strategy warts and all, then there's no way you're going to be able to make the best decisions regarding that strategy. And that's when we get into trouble. All right. So last question, am I oversimplifying? Yes, you are oversimplifying and that's okay. Realize that there are layers upon layers of thoughts that lead to certain feelings, which then lead to certain actions, which will produce certain results, which are all very predictable. If we put that in reverse, it means that if we want certain results, we need to take certain actions. And to take certain action, we need certain feelings. And to create those feelings, we need certain thoughts. So your job is to create the thoughts you need to create in order to create the feelings needed to prompt the actions needed to get the results that you want in trading. And realize that those thoughts that are required to create a different result are different than your current thoughts. And you know this because if you had been thinking the thoughts that lead to the feelings that lead to the actions needed to produce the result you want for any length of time, then you'd already have that result. So if you're thinking I'm nuts, take a look in the mirror and consider and realize that whatever you're seeing is where your current thoughts lead. And this is exactly how you're going to stay until you decide to think differently. Now, if you're happy with that, wonderful. But if you're not, then listen up as we dive into the scarcity and abundant mindsets a little deeper. So here are the two types of people that are most likely to be successful as traders. The first person or type of person that's likely to be successful as a trader would be the person that, according to himself, has plenty of money, feels secure, considers himself worthy of more, and has faith that things will work out in the long term. This is because when he puts on a trade, he wants to win, of course, but he also knows that he's worthy just the way he is and that he'll be fine whether or not this trade works out. Therefore, he's not overly concerned about this trade being a loss, meaning that he can see the strategy for what it is and understands where the opportunities and risks are. And this clarity allows him to make good process decisions by taking calculated risks in the market and letting the edge of his strategy play out over time, resulting in long-term success. The second type of person who is very likely to do well in the markets would be the type of person who may have very little money, but is confident that he can get by somehow, even if he lost all the money he's using for trading. 
He's secure in the fact that he can make enough money in some other way other than trading to get by and save enough money to try trading again should he fail. He is also willing to continue working as he has been until the point where his success is realized. So when he puts on a trade, he wants to win, of course. He could really use the money, but he also knows he's worthy just the way he is and that he'll be fine, whether or not this trade works out, because he has faith that in the long term that things will work out. Therefore, he's not overly concerned about this trade being a loss, meaning he can see the strategy for what it is and understands where the opportunities and risks are. And this clarity allows him to make good process decisions by making calculated risks in the market and letting the edge of his strategy play out, resulting in long-term success. Now, when we look at both of these cases, they are different in the fact that one person believes he has plenty of money and the other one knows he doesn't have very much money. However, they are the same in the context that both traders feel secure. One knows he has enough, even if he loses, and the other knows he can make it back and try again, even if he loses. They both have faith that things will work out in the long term. They both want to win, but neither sees a loss as a disaster. And these factors allow them to take on calculated risks, follow good processes, and allow the odds to play out in their favor. They both have an abundant mindset. Let's compare this to the type of trader that is most likely to have challenges and fail with trading. And this would be the person who feels trapped with the way things are. Someone who feels not worthy and thinks that leaving their job or having more money is going to somehow make them more worthy. Someone who feels they need to be perfect to be worthy, someone who's scared that they're not good enough and that money will buy them acceptance or love, someone who thinks they don't have enough or is concerned about what impression it would make if they had to stoop to the level of trying something else in order to make more money or go back to their old job. This person is going to feel afraid to lose what they have because they already feel as if they don't have enough. They feel as if they're not enough without external validation. They're trying to escape their situation and are closed off to the possibility of making more in any other way than through trading, as doing so would make them even less worthy, making a loss appear to be a disaster, intolerable. This is the scarcity mindset, and it's going to lead to insecurity, lack of faith, and feelings of unworthiness. And I ask you, who among us could make good decisions with so much at stake? Therefore, in the scarcity mindset, we will resist risk, we'll be hesitant to take advantage of opportunities, our thoughts will be clouded with fear. We will lose faith, we will be unwilling to let the odds play out, we will be overly focused on the score, and we will do what any other person would do in the same situation. We will choke and we will perform poorly. You see, it's not how many trading strategies or techniques nor indicators you know, nor the style of trading you do that creates longer-term success in the markets. Long-term success is extremely simple, and it's universal across all trading styles. Making money in the market comes down to one thing, and that one thing is the ability to evaluate and execute on good risk, reward, and probability decisions on a consistent basis. And in order to do that, we must be able to see things as they are, and we must be able to think clearly. And that starts with the abundant mindset. And that's what I have for you today. If you'd like to learn more about how to create the feelings you want, and need in order to skyrocket your performance in the market as a trader, I suggest you stay tuned and get on the mailing list and subscribe to our YouTube channel and visit our website at LockingYourSuccess.com because these are exactly the type of topics we're going to be covering in future episodes. I wish everyone a happy new year. I thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Trading Performance Podcast.
Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out my trading performance membership, where we take all this material to the next level. We study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels. Simply go to tradingperformancepodcast.com. That's one word, tradingperformancepodcast.com, to receive information on how you too can become involved and improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.